What's going on, everybody? Thanks so much for joining us today. This is another episode. Of, we're doing two. I've never done two hot sell videos in one day. This is pretty cool. Well, we're in a special yeah. situation where we got two platforms <laughs> launching pretty awesome comics. So <laughs> there it is. There it is. We're changing it up today, especially since we're still recovering from decon. So please bear with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was an epic weekend, but we're still. <laughs> Yeah, definitely was, feeling the facts. Definitely yeah, still feeling the facts. We're definitely feeling it. We're definitely feeling it. But this is so this comic, I'm very excited about this one. This is Detective Comics number 38, the first appearance of Robin. This book came out in 1940. The story is by Bill Finger and Jerry Siegel, with art and cover by Bob King and Jerry Robinson. For everyone out there, if you've never heard the name Jerry Siegel, that is the creator of Superman or the co-creator of Superman. Super cool that he also created Robin. Was a co-creator of Robin. If you don't know who Robin is, Robin is the sidekick of the Dark Knight, aka Batman, and has appeared in many animated shows such as Teen Titans, Batman Bad Blood, Batman Hush. He's also appeared in two live-action films, one in 1943, actually called The Batman, where Robin was played by Douglas Croft. And actually, this is interesting. I love, Croft, I love the footage from that one. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And Croft was actually the only actor to ever portray Robin at the actual age of 16, which is really interesting. Mm, Flash cool. forward to 1995, actor Chris O'Donnell portrayed Batman in Batman Forever and again in 1997 in the sequel, Batman and Robin. I don't know where the future of Robin is going to be in the DCEU, but I would presume that he probably would come eventually. I would think so. I think so. Yeah, I it's mean, a popular character. It's a hugely popular character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's it, a really when, I, when I think of Batman, I think of Robin. So, like, I think it's a no-brainer to, to to not also have him. Which is interesting, right? Because we never really see him in, in the films. We've never really seen him in the films. Very interesting, except for the one with Chris O'Donnell and George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Carrey was the Riddler, so I'm going to count it. This physical book, we actually saw a copy of it in New York Comic Con, and my goodness, it was awesome being able to hold this grail in my hands. It was pretty epic. There are only 142 copies on the CGC census. That's it. 142, guys. That's crazy. So between the 142 on the census and the 4,000 editions for this comic, only 4,192 editions that we know of of this comic in both digital and physical combined. Extremely scarce for an extremely, extremely significant comic. I'm curious what CBCS has on their pop report, but either way, I think it's very, very safe to say there's less than 5,000 total copies in physical and digital format in existence. That's it. Robin is a very popular character, but I think the value in this book lies way more into scarcity but still, at the same time, I mean, this is a Golden Age comic released in 1940. It literally doesn't exist in, in physical format. Robin is definitely a strong enough character where this is going to have big upside long term. So even yeah. if he doesn't join the DCEU anytime soon, it's okay. That's okay because this comic is still going to do very, very well over time. And, and also, you'd think that DC would be strategic with releasing this comic. You know, hopefully this is something, you know, it, it shows that there's something to come for Robin within within the actual universe. That's a good point. Very similar to what we see on Vivi, right? With Marvel, they're releasing mm-hmm. comic books that are of characters that are being introduced into the MCU or have mm-hmm. already been introduced. I mean, look, we, we just we just had Black Adam too, which makes sense with the movie that just came out. So, yeah. I mean, it's, point. It's, it's silly for them for them not to be doing this, you know, very very strategically. Exactly. Exactly. So the highest known blue label comic in existence is a 9.4 graded copy, which last sold back in 2009 for $107,550. So 
where's the value of this comic now? I mean, it's a one of one because it's the highest grade. There's only yeah. one of them. Yeah. I mean, this comic, it's, I would say bare minimum $500,000, which in our yeah. definition makes it a grail. 500,000 to a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think 500,000 to a million dollars is very, very possible. And I, I, yeah, seven digits. I think it's, yeah, it would not surprise me if this went over a million dollars, this comic, if it was ever sold in the, in the near future. So with all this being said, how or sell? <laughs> Spencer, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to be on a plane when it drops and I'm probably not going to be able to get it. So yeah. probably nothing for me. How about you, Sean? <laughs> well, if I do get it, I'm going to huddle. <laughs> I'll probably try to buy some in the open market too. I don't think people really understand mm-hmm. the, the significance of this comic or how scarce it is in physical format. Right. So, I mean, if you're able to get like comments for like a hundred bucks, I think it's definitely worth it. I think it would be worth and, it. Yeah. Yeah. I like the Superman one. I was able to get a comment for on a hundred. I sold it for 500. And yeah, because I did that on purpose because I was thinking this is just too cheap. This doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. And then I also wanted to get another bat cowl. So I'm kind of like working my way up to get another bat cowl. I'm waiting for those nice. prices to dip a little bit. Yeah. You could probably see the same thing happen here. Super exciting. This is a good comic. It's definitely one. If it's within your budget, it's a good one to grab a few extra copies. Definitely reference Superman one. It should not exceed that. It's less mm-hmm. scarce in digital format and it's less significant, but still a big comic. We'll see where the market is, but I think somewhere starting around a hundred dollar common makes sense to me. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how people react to it. Oh, also, if you're a Batcal holder, make sure to get in line at seven a.m. Yeah, PST. Get that early access. Yeah, get that early access. That's awesome. Super cool utility. This is exactly what we're hoping mm-hmm. to see with Batcals, and it's super exciting. Big shout out to Matt Mason and the entire Palm team for adding utility to these to these comics. Really exciting stuff. And speaking of Matt Mason, huge huge congrats on selling out on the Broadside project. Yeah, we both a couple. Super, super stoked to be involved. Huge, yeah. huge congrats, yeah. Matt. Yeah, big congrats. I hope this helped everybody. Thank you so much for joining. As always, please like and subscribe to our channel. Leave your comments down below. What do you think about this comic? Are you excited about it? Are you gonna hodl? Are you gonna sell? And uh, we'll see you on the next one, huh? <laughs> Hopefully, let's start. Oh yeah, go Niners! Woo! You play Mexico City tonight. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>